1: I mean, that's a bad shot. I don't care what anybody says. That's a bad shot. Uh, but that story won't be told that it was a bad shot. Tied
0: at 115.
2: Crown rising to the feet. George will defend Lillard. After a week of sports that could drive a sane person crazy, two men arrive in the wee hours of a Sunday to provide clarity, truth, and questionable sports takes. Spread floor.
0: Lillard with 47 tonight. Working it down to 2-1. To a deep three. Oh! What?
2: This is Sports Sunday.
0: Blazers win the series. A walk-off three from Lillard.
2: A recap of the sports week. A preview of today's games and next week's big stories. Jamie and Lillard from way downtown. Now, here are Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher with Sports Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080. I mean, that's
3: a bad shot.
1: The
2: fans.
3: Welcome in, Sports Sunday. Boy, it has been a great past three days. We are officially in March Madness. Been a lot going on in my life. Boy's birthday was on oh, yeah. Thursday. Had the party yesterday. With, Big 1-0. Yeah, yeah, He hit. he's hitting double digits now. Closer to the 18 than he is his actual day of birth. Dear Lord, someone help me now. But uh, yeah, dude. The tournament, I mean, I don't want to jump into sports right away, but I feel like I need to share the Fan Madness experience on Friday because not only was it Fan Madness, but it was a big day for me, Rashad. It was my first ever money being put down at a sports book, a gambling table. How did it feel? It it was scary. My favorite part of the casino is sports It was definitely scary. By the way, Rashad Taylor, and we got Jordan Schultz across the glass as well, Sports Sunday. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was definitely an experience. The whole casino It had been a long time since i had been in, in a casino and, you know, we're in the trust tree here. I'm going to tell you that, uh, Joe, uh, Joe didn't grow up with a lot of money. Okay. That's mm. to put it lightly. Okay. Really liked his top ramen growing up in hamburger helper, top ramen and baked <laughs> beans, man, <laughs> out Mac of ne- and cheese, out of necessity, probably. And, uh, so, you know, I like when I have my money, I like holding on to it. And uh, when I lose it, especially on like sports gambling, that makes me feel even worse. Cause I feel like I should, I should know what's going to happen. I should, I watch this. Right. And, uh, yeah, it was quite the experience, but my pit Panthers first sports book bet ever. My pit Panthers, they, they more than they covered for you. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, it was great. I mean, we're going to get into the tournament later and, uh, Rashad, you still you still don't think that it's a big deal, and I very much beg to differ I'm, I'm after not, Friday. I'm
1: not saying it's a big, <laughs> not a big deal. I mean, clearly people care. I'm just not one of them, and I think there are a lot of people that are friends with me that don't really. Then I mean, maybe not friends with me, but maybe people that are like minded to where I don't really care
3: about the biggest sporting event. Is it? Because we just had the possibly. Super Bowl a couple days, a couple weeks Super ago. Bowl? Besides the Super Bowl, let uh, me finish. Let me finish. Besides the Super Bowl, the come biggest, on, it's probably Rashad. the biggest
1: betting thing you can do outside of the Super Bowl. But the truth is, it's a, it's a, a bunch of mostly kids that we don't know anything about until the draft comes. So you know, and the, the best player. How about this? The best player not in the NBA is not in college. So what are we watching for? The number one pick that we're watching for doesn't play in the NBA. Well, Possibly the number two pick that we're watching for doesn't Jordan, play in the NBA. Hit the
3: close music because we don't have anything to talk I'm about just, today, I'm just, apparently. I'm, no tournament I'm just talk. Saying, doesn't uh, matter.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. I think I think college basketball and the tournament in particular is, like I said, it's a Halloween store.
4: I can split the difference here, and it's really good to be in on uh, Sunday, guys. Happy Sunday. Uh, yes. I'm feeling disruptive. Like, it's, uh, you know, March Madness That's has, what we do here. Yeah, yeah, feeling good. Like, I, I just, I was thinking, like, just bouncing off the walls driving in this morning. It was kind of crazy. Um, Kind of wanting to side with Rashad now that we're on Stop. Sunday. Though, Stop. Because it's the last day of the round of 32. Here, hear me out, Joe. Hear me out. All right. Hear him I'll, out, Joe. I'll, don't I'll try. interrupt the man. All right. Thursday and Friday. Amazing. Madness. Constant action. Right, games, every channel, everywhere you look, from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. No, more like 9 p.m., excuse me, on the West Coast, right? We've got 12 constant hours of basketball on four different channels. Absolutely amazing. Can't argue that there's really— uh, Super Bowl's awesome, but there's nothing better if you just love constant action, that constant feeling as a sports fan. However, once you get into Saturday— and the family's home. You got normal life going on again. You got other stuff to do. Joe, you just talked about kids' birthday party on Saturday. You, you know, you have you have real things to get to at that point. That's kind of most people's lives. I feel like guys our age, it's kind of what we have to do. So Focus turns back to that. By Sunday, it's not that we're, we're not as excited about it, uh, but it's just we're not as focused on it because... It's not like the first two days. the The first two days of March Madness are the event, are the excitement. I think that you know, once you get into the final four, it gets a little exciting. But those two first, those two days, there's nothing like it. But after that, guys, it's Saturday. Bleak. So, yeah, is it, it bleak? just gets a little. The first little two different. days, for, you and know why? Exciting.
1: You know why? Because the first two days is like one. Of them, one of them like National Vasectomy Day. Or something stupid like that. Oh, uh, it's probably not, but it should be, because that's the day like most of men is. Yeah. go and get vasectomies because yeah. they know it's an you know it's an outpatient surgery.
3: I remember You'll- hearing a commercial on the radio down in Eugene years ago, and them saying "Snip City Special, come get your vasectomy today and spend the weekend on the couch watching the games." Yeah. Like, it sounded like it was a monster truck promo for your vasectomy. It and was, the, it was uh, great, honestly. And, awesome. and like you said, Jordan, the, the cool
1: part about it is even if you don't really follow sports or follow, follow basketball. If you're watching, the, the, the tournament's on, number one, like f- six different channels, so you can't miss it anywhere. But then it's just it's it's a lot of it not as pointless basketball. As I'm looking at the scores of the first day. There are some good close wins. There's a lot of blowouts in between there, though. Yeah, you know? the first and day so, wasn't too great. And so, yeah, and no, this is what it is in most of the tournaments. You're going to have some good games, some two-point, three-point games. that could have went either way, which is you know always good to see. But then you're going to have more than half of those games end up in blowouts. And so it's not necessarily great college basketball. And even if you don't watch it, it's like, man, it's something on all day. I I stayed home on Friday and just kind of worked from home. And so, you know, turn TV and everything. It's like I said, it's on like nine channels. Not really interested, though. I didn't really want to watch, you know, Oral Roberts and Kansas play each other. I know that's not who played each other at all. But I'm saying like a lot of times I don't know any of these students from any of these teams. You did Vermont. I did for Vermont. And they were again. in the tournament. And didn't again. watch that one, did and you, again, Rashad? If I'm invested, I did not watch that game. <laughs> I didn't- again, it was-, it was a long weekend. But if I'm invested in a person, five I- seen- yes, I'm going to take time. You think after knowing Mookie Cook for most of his you know, middle school and high school life, I'm not going to. Pay attention to what he does at U of O this year. Absolutely. I am because it's a kid that, that I know and somebody that I've seen playing high school, anybody that's came through the Les Schwab invitational. Yes, man, I'm going to watch them because I remember what they did. So I might not be following the entire season, but oh, their games on ESPN too. watch that for a little bit and see what's going on. So yes, I will follow if there's a name that we recognize the problem with college basketball is there's no names that we really recognize because these guys aren't staying for two two years even a guy stay for two years it'd give you some incentive to say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna continue to follow Pitt basketball because i know that kid is coming back next year and he'll be there you,
3: you be can't careful. do that though you be careful you can't do that. the next words you speak it's about like watching it's like a right great now, show okay. comes on
1: but it's only one season that you can watch because the next season it's a totally new cast hey like, i why am I doing this?
3: I will fully admit. They decided next
1: season of Game of Thrones, we're just going to switch it up. Khaleesi, we no longer need you. You, we don't need you anymore. We're going to get a whole new. What are we doing?
3: Well, two things. One, I was uh, really excited to come in here and talk about the action, and apparently uh, we're not going to do any of that now. No, we can still so do, do st-
1: no, that. We can still do that. I'm, I'm saying that it. we can talk about the games that were, can we can going to talk about your pit, pit Panthers. Well, I was going to say. about Furman
4: sucking it up yesterday after yeah, their man. amazing performance on Thursday. Or yeah. how
3: about Princeton showing Brains over Braun? Hey, Princeton looks like <laughs> technique over the Cinderella
1: story. It's almost um, crazy that the Ivy League schools aren't so much better. Than, well, they clearly
3: are. They're going you know, to the sweet 16 baby. every year.
1: You know, every year it's like crazy. Like we never hear about Harvard or we never hear about. like any, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just having. And you would think because they're just so much clearly so much smarter than the rest of us, you know, dummies that they should be out there dominating.
3: I will say though that what I think factors into you caring about the tournament also, and I'm sure I am speaking to a lot of people in this geographical area right now is if your team ain't in it, you have a hard time caring about it more. And for me, my Pit Panthers are in it for the first time in seven years. And they won me some money on Thursday, and they're starting to they're gonna tip off here in like two minutes. Yep. So no, I've been trust me, I've been trying to figure out the T V situation here and it's, you don't
4: got it on yet?
3: I don't think we have the correct streaming service oh, of to not. pull it up on the TV. So I'm going to. Somebody pull download my... Paramount me,
4: not... Plus. I'll give you guys my. Log in. Plus login
3: so you guys can watch yeah, it on SeaWatch. Like, yeah, I, I, want I want you guys, to, I want you as a Pitt fan to be able to have this on. Well, I would say, you know, maybe I'll watch it on my laptop for the first, you know, 20 so minutes so and see I how it yeah, So, so screw me, gonna, right? I don't get a chance to. Okay. Well, Rashad, you cool. don't like Over to the watch shoulder. basketball anyways. So. Oh, no, that's cool. I guess this is coming next to you. <laughs> not long enough for that. All right. Well, I am gonna talk college basketball we are going to talk college basketball because there's been a lot of good stuff that has came out of the last two days from the first round of the tournament so we will definitely get to that but today we're going basketball heavy boys because in the second hour we have our first official special guest of the sports sunday version of uh, rashad and joe we are gonna have in the second hour twalton timberwolves basketball head coach Bubba Lemon. He just coached the Timberwolves to their second straight state championship, which as a uh, kid who grew up in Twalton until he was 14, 15, I still can't believe I am speaking those words. So he's coming in in the second hour, and he's going to be joining us for the whole second hour. We're going to talk, obviously, Twalton, them winning the championship. He's got a great family lineage of basketball and sports. We're going to get to that as well. We're going to talk basketball in general, the tournament. I'm sure he loves seeing – uh These lower seeds win because it uh, reinforces that coaching matters. So he will uh, talk about that. we got a lot to get to. Plenty of basketball, Rashad. Are you ready? Oh, man, let's do it. All right. So if you want to text in, text signs 503-864-6326? Question mark? Is that right? I'm Ron Ron Burgundy. Burgundy? You're getting getting good at this, There's a paper around here somewhere. 503-864-6326, 503-864-6326, that's 503-864-6FAN, that's where you can text Rashad, Joe, and Jordan, and you can hit us up on the socials at TaylorMade503 for Rashad, at Joe Fish 3 F-I-S-C-H, and on the air, Jordan, D-O-N, the Don, that's where we're going to start, i i love I, that yeah. i love it the dawn i think appreciate we, you guys. i think we just found no it. i <laughs> it seriously
4: my basketball name in the i'm a short chubby white kid but I, <laughs> I, we did it at boys and girls club games have an announcer at some of our stuff so i i had the name of the general so the dawn
3: ain't <laughs> yeah, too man. far off i the was generals, the general man. on the yeah, floor i'll take it yeah i'm just fish just that's good hey, what you, you hit fish as long hey, as long okay. as you think of like a sturgeon, if that's the first thing that yeah, comes to your mind, the, then yeah, I'll take that. Instead but, of a floppy fish. Yeah, like yeah, a guppy or something.
1: That's my name. <laughs> I do a pelvic thrust after every uh every every mate shot.
3: Mark Henry Love over Lyon here with Rashad. Yeah.
1: Oh, we're gonna do that one day. Love Line with Rashad and Joe is coming soon. So for all you daters out there. You got some problems with your lady or your man, whatever. We're going you know what Leon saying?
3: Phelps, ladies' man. No, on this we, show. we're gonna
1: we're gonna really do that because you know what? I think there are a lot of guys out there that probably need our help.
3: Can I buy you a fifth sandwich? Uh, yeah. You know, Actually, so.
4: my wife. Uh, we well, while we're uh, just really quickly, I know we got to get out of here, Joe. But we got
1: just, plenty of time.
4: No, oh, so funny what you just said, Rashad. While we were at Fan Madness on Friday, I brought my wife to the event, and she loved it. She loved it. But uh, one thing that she's like, God, if there's a a lady that wants to get laid. She just show up to this casino. Right oh yeah. Yeah. Just like, go
3: wander around the sports book yeah. for yeah. Five yeah. minutes or yeah. less. You're gonna we're
1: gonna run into somebody. You somebody. Know? Absolutely. There are a lot of guys at the sports book. You know hey. what I'm saying? That's the that's the male strip club. You know what I'm saying? That's where we, you know, where ladies can come and just gawk and like, hey, you know, touch them inappropriately, you know, maybe put put a twenty in their pocket right here, just in their front chest pocket yeah
3: it's quite possible it's quite possible no uh as again the first time being at a casino in a long time that was that was an experience and uh thank you to brandon sprague for essentially uh being uh i was on the bike with the training wheels and he was pushing me along and then he let me go after a couple hours he's like all right joe i'm leaving i'm going home have a good time and i was on my own on the blackjack tables and the gambling and I did all right for myself. Well there you go. Brandonsburg would go. be proud. He texted me later in the day, he's like, How'd you do? I was like, Actually I made up for some of the money I lost and I'm going out of here better than I expected. When I pulled that money out, I expected That's crazy.
1: Casinos the only place casinos and strip clubs are the only place you lose money. And be like, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about
3: it. It's entertainment, you know, it's entertainment, what? Well, baby. again, when I pulled out that money out of the ATM, it, it was gone to me already. Like, I was like, I the minute I pulled I'm money out, I'm not coming of the back. At all,
1: I'm like, Ugh, I <laughs> this don't is wanna, money you know, I'm spending. What's that mother? Ugh! <laughs> that's that sound. I'm like, no, <laughs> twenty, forty, watching it come out every time. So, well, let's
3: talk right? about fan madli- fan madness. Let's talk about March Madness, all the basketball. Let's let this just be an open session to uh, just talk about all things in the tournament. Again, Texas, 503 864 6FAN. We will get to that next here. Sports Sunday, Rashad, Jordan, and Joe. 1080 The Fan.
0: You're listening to Sports Sunday. With Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
3: This was playing in my head at the blackjack table all day long. Yeah, five more dollars, Joe. You high roller.
1: Doing rails off the, five off more blackjack dollars, table,
4: <laughs> dude. It was uh, you were at the fifteen dollar table, and that's once I realized you were at the fifteen dollar table, I was about to sit down. I'm like. Oh, wait, I, I got to hold off a second. But so, then, yeah,
3: you know, it can t- go ahead. Oh, no, I, we're, we got to get to that because the $15 table again, yeah. learning experience for Joe. There is me and Sprague wandering around trying to find a table for some blackjack and he finds one. And there was a there was a certain card dealer that a reputation was going around, I will not say the name. Oh, yes. I I don't want to, you know, uh, do that to them because I think that's a thing at the casino. They don't want to give up identities and names because they don't want to be like, don't have this person as, you know, like they don't want people to know. Yeah. So sure enough, we walk up to this table and I'm like, oh, there's no way that it's this person just because the name and the person who was standing there didn't match as far as a name and gender thing goes so i was like you know that's definitely not this person as soon as me and sprague sat down there was no one else at that table as soon as we sat down oh conveniently here comes this person to give me my break see you guys later and the person who walks in, And they do the little magic yeah, before they go. <laughs> yeah, this r- great radio, right? I'm doing the hand thing waving over here. But as soon as the person subs in, I'm like, oh, is your name so and so? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm like, yeah, I heard about you. Me and Sprague were at that table probably less than five minutes, and our money was gone. Dang.
1: Nope. Gone. Wh- what's your name? <laughs> Kathy? Cash out. No, we're good. We're well, good. I accepted the, the challenge. Tips. Yeah,
3: I accepted the challenge because I had heard about the name, and I'm like, nope, let's let's do this. And I I learned. So that was my first table experience, and then the table Wait, first
1: table experience
3: ever. ever. So really? wow. this off the bat, I'm rattled. I am just. I shook. would
4: be too. No, the first time I sat
3: down at a poker table, I understand that's I just, very it's a
4: heart pounding f- experience. Felt,
3: I felt violated. I felt like I needed to like have a moment, go cry in the bathroom stall for like five minutes get rally myself back to it. Come on, you can do this. You're better so than this. So, if Joe. I may
1: channel my inner Luke Anderson. I used to live in Vegas <laughs> for uh it. for quite a while. And So, shout out to my guy Luke. That's my man right there. Um, but uh, I can I think I can count on one hand the amount of times that I gambled while living there. I, I want to say Good maybe, for you. No, because number one, like we talked about earlier, I'm not really keen on losing my money <laughs> like that. Um that's that's one I gr- I kind of grew up in some some cases without it and so just to kind of give it away to a random person at a roulette table or you know craps table i'm kind of like yeah i don't want to do that um that said the sports book is the one place that i'm like yeah i'll put five on this game i'll put 12 on this game you know i'll put really random numbers you know up sometimes because sometimes i only have a few bucks to budget you know as far as gambling so let's let's make this stretch but uh no man like the sports book and here's a cool part today or at least during football season is the absolutely best time time to be at the sports book. So I think we need to have a football Sunday show yes. live with Jordan, and we can get somebody to come in here for you and and do that part. Hopefully, you know. But
4: yeah, well, maybe that'd be fun. I
3: would love to be. Yeah, you be
1: should good. definitely be there because there's nothing like football at the sports book, bro.
3: And it sounds fantastic. But then I feel like I walk into Jeff McGinley's office and I say, like, Hey, Jeff, I have an idea for a mode on a Sunday. morning. No, nope. It's like, No, no way. Nope. I'm not gonna wake up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> When's McGinley ever gonna give you like a uh, a really nice answer?
1: You know what? That sounds hey, like a great idea. Let's you know, do it.
3: It depends on what time you get McGinley. All right, it okay. depends. If S is hitting the fan, literally and figuratively, yeah. whether oh, it's yeah. this fan but or another and station. You know what? To
1: be fair, that's usually when me and McGinley run into each other. Something's went really wrong, <laughs> uh, and then he's in there just running time. around like you know. So I'm, I'm not really the best time all the time, but yeah. But if we can, maybe if we're really nice to him, right? Bring him like a a, a peace offering before that. Hey, hey McGinley. Hey, find out what he likes, like you would kind of like you would kind of proposition like a a, a wild bear, you know, and the, the hey, buddy,
3: I don't hey, know if you proposition no. a wild
1: bear, you know, like some type of wild Here's animal, some anything food, else, buddy, I don't. But I've seen we've all seen plenty of plenty of YouTube videos with some guy. And I'll be honest, <laughs> trying to coax some wild animal be honest, with food. That guy doesn't usually look like me. And that's out there saying, hey, hey, bud, hey, hey, squirrel, do you want some? Do you want some, or raccoon, or something like that, and the raccoon uh, yeah. bites their finger off? Like It's usually how it goes.
3: And rabies, too. Oh, you, you know, get that. no thanks.
4: Shout out to McGinley. He is awesome. He I, really I, I is, must man. Say. He really is. Uh, um, Trust Tree, though, I will say really quickly, Joe, the, the reason that that $15, man, even as oh, a- Oh,
3: yeah, I just that caught me off guard 100%. They're like, I tried to place a $5- Nope. And, yeah. No, I'm that like, minimum's no. a little <laughs> yeah. too high. Yeah. And as a first time blackjack player, I, I commend you for sitting
4: down and playing that table. I didn't realize that uh I needed to sit down and play that table so, until our GM was at that at that table and I'm like, oh, I need to sit down. I I all right. All right, I'll get my hundred dollars out and play.
3: Yes, yes. It was um well what also happened was that was that first table was also fifteen. So I show up. I'm telling you, I probably played on that second table, walked in with forty forty five. And then ended up leaving out up over a hundred. So oh. I made up for a lot of lost money that day. That's awesome. It made me feel good and it made me um optimistic about the future. It cocky. gave me it gave me hope. It gave again, whenever it, you leave with some money from the strip club, from the casino, that's a good night. Again, when I planned on losing it in the first place too. Uh, yeah, again, it was an investment lot. And then I'm uh, then I'm starting to like, hey, my sister lives in Willamina, just like five minutes from Spirit Mountain. Maybe going to have to make a field trip here soon. After You should. Please <laughs> hey, call
4: me because uh, I am a Confederated Tribes of Grand Ronde member. Oh, there oh, we so go. That's my casino. So How let's get my... down there, <laughs> this
3: guy, man. I remember Spirit Mountain. The only time I've been there was I walked in because we were driving to the beach and then uh I just walked in to check it out and then walked right out because I was 18 or 19. Couldn't do anything. Yeah.
1: Again, like unless I'm going to a buffet in most cases, maybe there's a cool show. Somewhere I don't really boys to man right. I'll be there. You know, the <laughs> no, things know. are out, bro. They, boys, they, they're, yeah. they're
4: they're throwing those all out. No, and actually, Lene does it right. They've got I think five or six really nice restaurants, including the Michael Jordan Steakhouse, which apparently he's looking to sell. Uh, I heard along How with the, his steak in the and the, Hornets. the steakhouse or the
3: Hornets, both.
4: No, um, he's trying to get. Yeah. I think he's what sixty
1: two. He's getting somebody trying to extort him or something. Like no, that? I think
3: what? he's. It's he
4: funny. I think he's yeah. getting north of sixty and just thinking maybe I need to start. Unloading some of these, business or maybe for because, and
1: this is this could be controversial. You know, I All think right. when we think of Michael Jordan, we think oh, only boy. greatness. Jordan, get up the logger here. Hold on. When we think of Michael Jordan, we think of only greatness, right? We think of obviously six championships. We think of the shoes. We think of Gatorade. He sold us underwear. He sold us McDonald's. You know, a lot of people don't remember him and Larry Bird's uh, McDonald's. Stop campaign. it. Get some help. No, I'm saying. Yeah, no, oh yeah, that. that one, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Rashad's yeah. like, whoa, what yeah, did I say? I, what I say? You know? Um that said, outside of basketball as a player. Hold on, hold on. I need to set the I, mean? I,
4: I need to set the mood for this. Oh boy. There we go. There we go. You're talking nineties basketball. So yeah, let's no, go.
1: And outside of outside of Michael Jordan, the player, the baseball player, was not very good, right? The, the 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 Wizards player was was good, but he was old. So you know, but the Wizards weren't good at all. You can question owner, his uh, gambling record. Oh, man, it was a terrible gambler, one of the worst gamblers that, that we may have. Dude throwing know, quarters on the ground, okay, yeah, trying to you know, win money from from the security guard too. Like it's a
3: funny <laughs> SNL skit, but the truth is, listen, Alan A. Good, you know. Quarters being thrown on the ground to try and win some money from a security guard at your arena, bad. I'm sure they was playing rock, scissors,
1: and all type of stuff (laughs) from there. Um, As an owner of the Washington Wizards, or excuse me, of the Wizards, he was not great. As the owner of the Charlotte uh, Bobcats at a point, but now the Hornets. And yeah, Bobcats slash Hornets. He is Michael Jordan has not been a great business man. You You know, as far as now, mind you, it's hard to say that about a guy that's a billionaire. Right. But when you he's still selling shoes that he hasn't worn in 25 years, like his best selling shoes are Jordan's one through like 15. He retired like 20 something I'm a, years. Ago. I'm a big 17s fan.
3: Are you really?
1: No. <laughs> I was about to say. I mean, I think those Absolutely ones were cool. They, I mean, they were okay. But Maybe,
3: uh, I, I'm going to feel really bad if those were the ones that my dad bought me. Like, my first pair of Jordans. A big paycheck. He's like, let's get you some Jordans. And I think those were I, my best. Joe's a sneakerhead? I just Whoa. bought
1: my son some Jays the other day. My son's in the, the sixth grade. And so, usually, kids' shoes, my, uh, when we were younger, were a little bit cheaper. His shoes were 150 bucks, bro. And that was, yeah, it was frustrating. I had to I, Again, as I was giving them my... My card to pay for them. Yeah, You're it, probably it lucky hurt. you
4: got your hands on those because, like every pair of Jordans, new color wave or new face, it's like, oh, it's gone immediately. I got I mean, the, it's crazy. I hate and I hate it.
3: mom got me the Jordan 18s with the little velvet strap that went over. Those are actually tight. I actually like those. There was, oh, some I know they were. There was some white blue ones that were kind of tight. Yep. So that's what, those are the Wizards Jordan days. So so I was a
1: Reebok kid, so I, I went AI. I'm
3: going to take this Michael Jordan thing, and we get to a fork in the road. We can either go down a North Carolina college basketball Duke tournament route on the next one, or we can go similar poverty franchise doing something not good because their NBA team sucks as well. So which, Is that us? Well, <laughs> I don't know, Rashad. Which, which road are you going to take? Do we stay with well, the tournament road or do we go to uh, to another uh, poverty NBA franchise that might just happen to be this city?
1: I mean, I think people would much rather, unfortunately, hear about, you know, the poverty-ridden city slash sports team. But I mean, think
3: I've... it's a story. I think it's something that's going to make you happy, Rashad. I think uh, it's going to encourage well, you. Well, that's good. I, think...
1: I need that. If, if yeah. we're talking about the same group of people i think we're talking about yeah yeah feeling
3: good is probably a good thing yeah, so field... i'll take that
1: and i'll and hey maybe uh coach lemon would like to talk some uh some duke north carolina
3: yeah i'm sure he has plenty of basketball uh topics and uh things to talk about but i have right, a she's hot i have a <laughs> so <is> she All <laughs> and, right. got a couple hots on the tv yeah, i'm missing man, i is mean this
4: golf or she's bat- a mom oh, but that's what. i'll go for it okay <laughs> She, yeah. No, see, yeah, she's a mom. She looks like the main character from Ginny and Georgia. I have, yeah. I have a wife. I watch that. I only on look for moms Trust now. You know, uh, well, it's true. You get hey, older, you look for. moms. What mama. is happening right, right now? What's going on? Right <laughs> the, the segment's right. being derailed, but it's
3: happened. really not. Because, I blame the cameramen on CBS for doing. They do that it on purpose. Us, yeah. They, they do. purposely don't show anybody
1: not hot. They. They make sure they find the right people and point them out. I've been reading
4: ESPN. Those guys have all the fun. You know the story how ESPN started back in the day, and it's full of stories like that where they keep those tapes around. All
3: right. We're going to go from, because we caught on to that Michael Jordan uh, subject with the Charlotte Hornets, uh, who I believe the Charlotte Hornets of the West, the Portland Trailblazers, (laughs) they, they, they actually did something good this week. And it's a feel-good story, and it's going to make you feel better about the franchise going forward. We get to that next here on Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan.
2: Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. That's right. Get
3: with it or get lost. If you don't F with Sports Sunday... Well, then. (laughs) One of those DJ promo cuts for mixtapes back in the day, 15 years ago.
1: Absolutely. Evil Empire. I don't Um, really
3: remember that one as much, but... Oh, dude. When you were getting those bootleg mixtapes, those bootleg Lil Wayne, you would get like 20 DJ tags before the song even starts. Just a mess. What's a mess, too, is uh, the fact that we have uh, Sean Miller... In uh probably going to the sweet sixteen. I mean Pitt is it's not looking great right now. Um well it's,
1: it's Hey and one
3: Pitt, let's go, baby. Look at Joe, man. Joe's the worst kind of fan. Pitt, back they're on down,
1: top. They're down seven in the, with eight minutes to go in the first
3: half. It's like, well, looks like well, this hey, is over. They were just on nine. Way to get to the tournament, guys. They were just down nine, and then they got the end one, so I'm feeling better. I-
4: I've seen teams go on 9-0 runs like, and other teams go scoreless for four minutes at like two different points during a half. So, so Joe, Pitt has a shot.
3: But anyways, uh, I've seen that team too. Sean Miller, Xavier, forget Sean Miller is the coach at Xavier, and uh, I feel like I've seen that three times this year, and every time I see it, I'm still just like oh ew and then Iona was in the tournament this year you know who Iona's head coach is Rashad oh no uh if you get you
4: do Rashad you do know you know who it is
3: it's just a matter of can you guess who it is former uh national champion winning head coach let me let me give you a hint with this quote. Larry Bird ain't
4: walking in through that
3: door. Robert Parrish ain't walking in through that door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rick Bettino, dude. And there are already rumors that uh, Big East schools might be looking to sign him. But this segment was not about that, Rashad. There was some news that came out of the Blazers this week that gives you hope for the future. And they added some help to the team. They got some help on the roster. Well, not the player roster, on the mascot roster. Okay. Did you see the introduction of Douglas Fur? Yeah, I saw it. I mean, if this doesn't rejuvenate you and uh, get you to have a strong playoff push to get that play-in tournament, God,
1: I don't know what does. No better way to make people forget about the fact that you suck than who 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 needs who only has one mascot. <laughs> We're
3: over that. We know. Now we got two. I think uh, the the Hawks. There was only like two other teams that have two mascots. But <laughs> oh man, and and not only two, but w- they already had one that didn't make sense. Blaze the Trailcat. They're the Portland Trailblazers Cats. From what yeah. I understand, Blaze the Trailcat uh, came from when we had our uh, women's team back in the day. The Portland Fire. The Portland yeah, Fire. yeah. I mean, and it makes sense, Blaze. Blaze the trail? Oh
4: No, 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 no. The name makes sense, but it is a cat.
3: No, I, I'm not. Oh, yeah, there's the no, name makes sense. I have not seen a cat in any of these. Thank you. Like, we
1: live in Portland. So what is a trail cat? It should be like a joint or something like that. <laughs> it's a walking that's the most Portland. Yeah, that's the most Portland thing ever.
4: No, if they wanted the Bigfoot, Douglas Fir would have been the better first choice. The cat, it just, I'm I'm so yeah, in the,
1: the weeds Bigfoot about Blazers' The Bigfoot looks more mascots. like what the Blazers' mascot would have been back in 77 when
3: they actually won. Like, like Bill that, Walton's you know, brother, yeah, right. No, that that yeah. actually is Bill Walton. Doug Fur. Did you not know? That's just Bill Walton. <laughs> I mean, more than likely. So
1: I if don't you know. Look I closely. A, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know if now was the time to introduce a new mascot. You like know, I, I feel like. Yeah, I, I wonder what
4: what would the what the planning was. How long this has been in the works? Yeah, yeah, like God, seriously. You
1: know what, man? From, From what I, think, I understand, this has been in the works a while. Cronin and the rest of the team looked at each other, guys. You know what, guys? We got to shake it up. <laughs> i hope cronin isn't making
3: these decisions yeah
1: let's go ahead and put them up yeah you know sending the sending the mascot who
3: who, who would have thought that the gm is actually in charge of all mascot uh <laughs> every mascot details well like all right hey uh, did, joe by the we way shot
1: in the arm guys no i let's i would have liked
3: to know like you said jordan like the schedule like hey we're on this timeline to set, you know, to have this announced around here. So, what if, like, before the season, they're like, "Yeah, in March, we will be planning to, you know, do that mascot launch." And then, as the season progresses, they're like, "Oh no, this is not going to go." No, good. no, no,
1: no, no, How, no. We no, lost. No. We lost
3: again. We blow. We blew another ten. Did it uh, lead? Oh, oh God, they're gonna hate this damn Sasquatch.
4: <laughs> well, we were just listening to "Push It to the Limit" as a bump that push it to
3: next season. Push it to game one it, of dude, next season. Exactly. Like, yeah. read the room. That's that is what I was, was like. You're introducing a mascot when the team's morale is at its lowest, which in theory you would think, hey, what's going to get us all fired up is if we get a new mascot, right? Every The kids love that. And what kids love Bigfoot, by the way? I mean, I know that kid's just clamoring about how much they love Bigfoot. And, oh, I'm sure Blaze is pissed. Sitting
1: back with his arms crossed, like man, bro, I've been here the whole time. Now all of a sudden you're gonna.
3: Well, Isaac and Sook said that they think that they're gonna um, that this is basically gonna be like a Game of Thrones situation. They're gonna kill Blaze off by the end of the season, and so by game eighty two, Blaze will be no more. And then you're gonna probably see like Blaze under a bridge in the city somewhere, and just strung out. And poor Blaze, man. That sucks, man. That will be a true Portland mascot. I remember right when Blaze to do
1: dunks and stuff
3: like a that. A homeless Blaze. Like, that will be your true Portland mascot. <sighs> Sorry, Blaze, man. You deserve better. Yeah, you I deserve mean, better, Blaze. I don't know. I was uh, hopefully Seattle gets a team. I feel like this far. is a bigger issue though of the Blazers being like, oh golly, we suck, but uh, look how fun we are in. The kids will love it. Now we have a hipster Sasquatch as a mascot, and everybody from the outside world is like. Oh yeah. All right. Well Portland Portland's still got a team, huh? Man, our mascot looks like Teen Wolf. I,
4: I'm and sure <laughs> You know
1: what I mean? Like this is not cool. Dude, straight up. That is And you can't dunk or anything like that. At least Blaze is putting down dunks dunk. off the off the uh, the trampoline at a point. Like what he are we can't doing? dunk
3: as long as he gives me the gritty, then he'll earn some points back. As oh. soon as I see that Sasquatch doing the gritty. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they all do that. It hasn't happened. Someone send me the clip. I'm sure
4: somebody out there listening either has already texted this into one of the other shows or is thinking this right now, but we already have experience with like these secondary mascots. Y'all know what I'm thinking of here in the Pacific Northwest, and it's RoboDuck, all right? I was at the introduction of RoboDuck during halftime of the USC game in 2002. I watched him come out of that smoking egg, right? It was bad. It was during a very crappy, mediocre seven and six season for the Oregon Ducks that
1: year, and it was in the middle of them trying to reinvent themselves. So we've seen this before. Yes, we have. So It's not that it was a bad idea, Robo Duck. It's that it was a terrible idea. <laughs> they should have. I don't know. And it's again, it's one of those things. Like, but why? And so, and I think yeah. that's where we are right now as Blazer fans looking at this. number one, none Is of us that can Ryan a, Reynolds. None shift of us can just. Why? Yeah, but why? You know, But none of us really give an F in the first place about a mascot when your team is on the brink of being a,
3: a lottery team all over again.
1: Well, poor Dame. Dude. Yeah.
3: Poor Dame. I'm just going to say that, Rashad, and we can maybe talk about this next week when we have a little bit more time, but A, morale with fans, media, everyone, it's it's getting hard it's for anybody for to yeah, – Yeah, it is like – it's getting very hard to justify anything, and I mean, with that being said, Rashad, we have one more off season here until I start uh, hanging out with you on your side of the fence. Because if if this ain't the off season to build a championship contending team and have that cutthroat mentality to go after it, then. Yeah, you and me, we're going to be kicking it on the same side of uh, the opinion as far as the Blazers and what we do with Dame. And
1: There's still so much more I want to say. I feel like we sh- shouldn't end that conversation there. Um, but the truth is, like, we got a dude who,
3: he's great, and unfortunately we don't have the backup for him to win. So I guess we'll just leave it there. <sighs> Whatever. Again, let's go back to the madness, all right? Uh, yeah. Well, maybe not because Pitt's down by 10. So. Oh, look at this guy. This game's over. Throw in yeah. the towel. Damn it, they just made it 3-2. <laughs> Play I, some we defense. we got to go to break. I'm I'm a mess right now. We got to go to break. One more break and then bubble lemon, but let's talk some more tournament marshmallows. Oh, he's god, got his tongue god. out. God, Xavier a guys sticking his tongue this out. Xavier is killing you right oh, now. Oh my god. All right, we're going to break. Sports Sunday on 1080 the fan.
2: to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 the fan.
3: Sports Sunday, 1080 the fan. All right, I'm going to have to probably turn this pit game off here because well,
1: <laughs> okay, you might be able to turn it off. No, now. don't
3: be
4: my dad and turn the game off too well, early. Don't I
1: do it. I do it all the time.
3: Well, Sometimes I, I just can't watch. I have good reasons to. One, they're losing, which is always the best reason to turn off your team when a game has not finished, right? Just give up. Um, <laughs> Fair. But two, we do have a 16-point deficit, four minutes, and it'll be halftime. And then we've got a we've got a special guest in the second hour that we're going to have to get to. So I needed to divert my attention away from the Pitt Panthers. I think it's what's best. So, but man, college basketball, the tournament. Rashad and I were just talking about this in the commercial break because we were talking about this game, Xavier, and how they're just crushing Pitt right now, up like 16, 18, and. The parody in the best team winning in college basketball—we're we're done seeing these thirty-four and 0 thirty-five and no. It that it's gonna be hard pressed to ever see that happen again. I feel like wasn't Kentucky
1: the last team to go like undefeated, almost undefeated, and then no, and then they lost in the uh, uh, national championship. Pull the Patriots, or yeah. was the or was it the game before they lost? I can't remember if the champ. I think no,
3: they lost to Wisconsin. Wisconsin yeah, that's right. Frank Kaminsky. Yeah, where is that guy now? Is Kansas uh, still in the Charlotte,
1: league? yeah, <laughs> full still circle. Do we
3: come back to the Charlotte Hornets yeah. with Frank
1: Kaminsky, journeyman? No, but right? no, it's it's <laughs> not the the best team. Doesn't necessarily win. And like you said, it's much like the NFL playoffs, to where you know one bad game. But even in the playoffs, like it's hard to say the Chiefs and the Eagles weren't the best teams, right? So they got all the way there. Every every now and then, you'll see a team, a lot the New York Giants that won it a couple times. That man, they're not supposed to win the Super Bowl, but they went on a great run at the, at a, at the best time. This is kind of one of those things too college basketball. We've seen a lot of teams get hot into their own conference tournaments and then come out for the first couple games of the uh the actual tournament and like, "Wow, Davidson, eh? Like we got we got to pay attention to to these guys all of a sudden." So, you see it all the time, but I don't necessarily think the best team always wins in college basketball. In most cases, um I think we see more Cinderellas than, you know, than anything else as far not as far as winning, but those guys that get all the way there, make a Final Four appearance, make an Elite Eight appearance, and, and things like that. So, I mean, it's it's tough to tell. Again, it's tough to tell who, where the powerhouses are because we've seen great team. How long? How many years? How many years has Gonzaga been a one seed and made it all the way to the Final Four, all the way to the Sweet Sixteen, and then have
3: a big wet fart? <laughs> many times, you many I mean? many so, Gonzaga wet farts. Exactly, and
1: Gonzaga for most of the year, in some cases, were. Consider it the best team in basketball. Duke, for years, the best team in basketball. You, it's crazy. Coach K only has, only has five national championships. <laughs> I like how greatest. you knock on this yeah, faux marble, yeah, praying has, that he like never comes back yeah, please, to Coach again. Please, Coach, don't, you know. <laughs> yeah,
4: with CJ and Lehigh, CJ McCollum and Lehigh, yeah, was that one of that. the first cracks in Duke Shield? Mm-hmm. At, at like ten. That, yeah. I I think it was 10 years ago I saw the tweet yesterday like CJ and his 30 some point performance to upset Duke.
1: Yeah, so drink. I re- yeah, I remember that game. I remember looking at this little kid I was like who is this little dude that's out here just <laughs> and then we got that little dude and he became CJ McCollum who I would take back in a split second. Then and we anyway, probably had him for story. a little
3: too long and then don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, we're done talking about the players. Don't do we, that. we're not doing that Yeah, anymore, Don't do okay? that, man. All right, all right. But I did uh, to kind of back up your point, I and I literally just looked at today's slate of games and it's uh, it reinforces the thought. Do you guys want to take a guess at how many one-seeds are playing today? Rashad, how many one-seeds are on the slate? I know one. I know
1: one down. So, I'm saying, what, two? One. You think two, one,
3: one, one. One? I, mean, I, one. I,
4: I can't play this game because I've been looking at the updates. Ah, yeah. so, yeah, right, that's, yeah. that's
3: professional right there. He's got his update ready to go. Yeah, there are zero one-seeds exactly, playing today. There are it's none. the second round of the tournament. Nil. Like, that goes to show, and we've seen, what, two one-seeds over the last, when was when did Virginia lose? That was, was that five four or years five years ago. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So we've seen, we went however long without a one seed ever losing. And now we have two in the last five years. We have two seeds losing like it's no problem. We got Princeton and Florida Gulf Coast making sweet 16s. Like, again, the, the idea, and then the one and done thing just doesn't help. We, we aren't going to see. NIL
1: doesn't help. You know, here's the cold part. You're going to see a lot of HBCUs and a lot of these places that are in these kind of rural parts of of the country and stuff now that they can start giving deals to some of these kids you're going to start seeing like Deion sanders even just for football was pulling the number one recruits in the country to come play in certain places now you start throwing in nil deals certain places please believe the florida atlantics and all these places that are in kind of nice places Mm -hmm. yeah they're going to get a lot of kids all of a sudden want to go there like if you've never been to a historical black college or university like it's a different thing and then you tell me wait a minute. I can get a deal from this Popeyes over here for ten thousand dollars. Sold, you know. So I think the balance of power is really starting to to shift all of a sudden for these students. Really, for a lot of these smaller, you know, schools like Xavier. Is it Xavier? <laughs> yeah, Xavier. You know, whatever Xavier, we're calling it now. My you know, stupid ass says it. Yeah, whatever we're calling it. Like it's been a, a power for at last. Few years, but now you throw in the fact that you can give NIL deals to some of these kids. Yeah, you guys are getting
4: into something that was kind of making me ponder yesterday about all of college basketball and the competitiveness. Do you think the tournament seeds are kind of really starting to matter just way less than they ever have before? One seed's now twice in five years that we've seen them upset by 16. Do the numbers in the NCAA tournament really matter anymore. I mean, I champion in five years. They ain't going to matter near as
3: much as they ever have. They don't uh, matter... Because what matters in the end is how your bracket is laid out ahead Straight of you. Straight up. Because you, you talked to, uh, what is it, Dirt and Sprague. They had a gambling guy on from BetQL on Thursday, Ken Barkley, who's awesome. You should catch his segment at least on Dirt and Sprague if you want to try and win some money. But dude just breezed through each region and said, this is in this region, this is who you want to take because these are how these matchups play up here. Like Gonzaga, he was saying, yeah, Gonzaga had a 3 seed. He's like I'm take I don't want to take his words and say there that's what he said about Gonzaga going out of that uh region, but he said they were a great pick this year because of how the tournament and bracket and seeding everything worked out. Was the seeding correct based on skill? It never really is, right? I mean, you see again the those double digit seeds get the victories. So, but I think now more than ever you see those double digit victor uh seeds and those matchups that the one sixteen two fifteen 215 years ago where they were money blowouts, you knew it. It just doesn't happen as much.
1: No, because you got good kids at every single school now.
3: And you, know, you want to talk least, about the there's, NIL there's stuff, too- Rashad, you hit it on the nose. And if I'm telling you, you should just talk to Andrew Nemec for a half hour to an hour about NIL and recruiting right now because it is wild, wild west. It's out changed there, man. everything. It is insane. It's, it's
1: changed every single thing we know about recruiting. Now all of a sudden girls aren't the only thing that we can offer these young players. I can give you money. We can get you money. Like all these boosters that own these great, you know, organizations and great companies, you know, around whichever city you live in. Guess what? Yeah, you know, I can get you 1500 a month. I can get you, you know, uh, thirty thousand for just coming here to play. You're and,
4: talking about guys in college that you know may not have gotten professional money at some point, or really long career NFL prospects or, or basketball NBA prospects, but are now going to make five million dollars in some aspects, you know, or compared to some other players, just depending on the market because of this, and it sets them up for life, which never happened to kids that age before.
3: No, yeah, I mean. As a fan of sports, I have always been a fan of parody. I love seeing things that I've never seen before. I will always remember Florida Gulf Coast on that tournament run where they're just throwing oops to each other. I'll always remember UM SCB or whoever the hell, the Golden Retrievers getting that win against Virginia. And the reason I remember them is because the Golden Retrievers is actually a pretty solid mascot for a college, if I do say so. But um, I'll remember the Raptors winning the... The NBA Finals. The Bucks. It's like those things you don't see. Like, I can't tell you what years Duke and North Carolina won their national champions because it's happened so much. And it's right. like, dude, I've seen it. Like, I'm I'm cool with that. I know Jordan got one of those. You know? <laughs> I know Christian Leitner got one. But outside of that, it becomes real... Murky. It, it gets kind of old. It gets kind of old. So, again, I like seeing the one-offs. I love seeing the upsets. I love seeing those random tournaments like when we had South Carolina in the Final Four that year. Or the year
1: that Butler made it all the way to the uh, national championship. Exactly,
3: game. exactly. So I love you know the fact that we aren't going to have these powerhouses and we have new teams coming up and this team was great this year, but now they got kids transferred out or in. It's like every year is a crapshoot. And for gambling in March Madness, for the madness aspect, isn't that what you want? The unpredictability? The only time you can ever gamble on college basketball
1: is during March Madness. If you're gambling on college basketball in December, you're degenerate.
3: Well, I will say that, uh, and I know it is uh, definitely not legal, but if you could place bets on a high school basketball team to win a championship, a state championship next year. I know a guy. I know a team. I know a coach that you would want to put your money on. And he's going to join us next. Head coach of the Twalton Timberwolves, the state championship Twalton Timberwolves basketball team, head coach Bubble Lemon. He's going to jump on for us in this next hour. We're going to talk about Twalton. Uh, he's got an awesome background. He's uh, also played many different sports, so we can talk basketball, football, whatever he wants to. We're going to have a great next hour with head coach of Twalton Timberwolves basketball, Bubble Lemon, right here on Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan.